complicated to find a lady in my generation. It's not preoccupied with social clout. We almost phasing out from the high we get from love and conversation to going IG, gallivanting for likes and shit. Oh, it's complicated. I'm trying to say I need loyalty like Clyde Barrow was trying to get one. Bonnie was shot out riding shotgun with him. My problems are this, and I gotta admit, I got someone who loves me so effortless, but I'm so messed up from another chick. I feel like such. That's wow. deep. He said a couple of things. He mentioned not really getting true, like, deep, sincere love. Yeah. Because people are just, like, doing things for likes, you know, on IG. The clout chasers. Yeah. And then he also talked about trauma from the past relationships trickling into. Your new relationship. True. So it's complicated. I I think like that sums up millennial dating. Definitely sums up millennial dating. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of She She Talk. Talk. I'm TK. (laughs) I'm TK and I'm Janae. Welcome to She Talk as we are on on the verge of discussing millennial Millennial dating. dating. And let me tell you guys, this has been a whole journey recording this episode. Like, this is like our third or fourth take. It just was not working for us. I think there was some type of force (laughs) against us. I don't understand. This is our official first episode. Yeah, for sure. And And I think it's going to help people. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's going to definitely aid and help people maneuver through um, millennial dating. So let's let's get into it. Exactly. So, what is a millennial dating to you, Janae? Like, I mean, we talk about it so much in culture. And I just feel like either, you know, clout chasing to get attention in millennial dating, which is a deceptive way, or you are on online dating. And um, there's a few group of people that's involved that's considered millennials yeah, that are millennial dating. So, so yeah, millennials are born between 1981 and 1996. So currently right now, they're like 22 to 36. Mm-hmm. So that's millennials. And basically it's just talking about dating within that age group and all that comes with it. Um, so let's, let's start talking about it. Yeah. Millennial dating. Um, I'm a millennial. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Uh, so, I mean, I feel like millennial dating is so complicated and so yeah. interesting because there's so many avenues to um, dating right now. Uh, there's the online dating. There's the texting epidemic. There's being vulnerable and showing emotions, ghosting, you know, and, and plenty more. This is part one, so a female's perspective. We're going to get into the rest from a male's perspective. Uh, perspective Perspective. can't (laughs) talk today it's friday (laughs) um i'm I'm sure you guys are having fun with us too (laughs) pour you a glass boo um not too many (laughs) um so yeah online dating what's your experience with that trevina oh my god (laughs) i feel like i should be um an expert at this Mm -hmm. um let them know. Let them know what happened. Okay, so online for me, online dating was so overwhelming. It was terrible at first. It was it was drawn out. It was a full of dudes that are just crazy. <laughs> I don't have any what do you hairline. Mean crazy? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have hairline. You're oh. asking me to go Dutch on a first date. You're asking for sex. You're like, what? 
where we do that at? Like, I'm trying to figure out, dog. Like, oh my god. Okay. All right, and then you. So what is online dating exactly? Online dating. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have these popular apps. I do will tell you that right now. So let us know what kind of apps are they. Okay, so for the single ladies and the males, you gotta be on the Tinder. You gotta be on the Bumble. I definitely, so definitely recommend you're an Bumble. Advocate for it. I'm an advocate for the Bumble, but not Tinder. <laughs> the Bumble. The Bumble. Okay. But um, why the Bumble? What the Bumble do? I feel like the Bumble is a lot like Tinder. It is swipe left, swipe right. Mm-hmm. But the women are the one that take the initiative. A lot of times, I hear my guy friends tell me, "Well, I don't feel like move like walking up to her." for the fear of rejection. So Bumble have created an avenue um, or like a streamline where women can actually be the one to say something first Mm -hmm. and they don't come off forward, too forward, and the males are able to be um, receptive to that. And I feel like also the woman gets to choose whether or not they want to communicate with that person. Exactly. Because sometimes you're just overloaded with options. And And you don't want to deal with that wrong options you like get out of my face you know and so that gives a female a voice and the option to swipe right if they're interested yeah and swipe left not so what is your um best experience on on like on tinder or bumble or whatever and your worst so start with your best or no start with your worst i want to yeah i want to do the the worst first because you know the worst was the worst um let's see so, I had met this guy, this is like a long time ago, and I met him off of, I actually didn't meet him off of Tinder, our Bumble, Bumble wasn't really popular back then, um, I met him off of, um, I think P-O-F? it was, no, OkCupid. Okay. I met him off of OkCupid, I will never go back on there ever again. Um, I know a friend down in Miami who's getting engaged, well, off of getting okay. married from OkCupid. Mm-hmm. She's lucky. <laughs> yeah, she went through a few. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Tinder, POF. Was yeah. the other one Hidley, something like that? Or, Hidley, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, I met him off of OkCupid, and we had, actually we had a first date, which was, which was fine, but then he wanted to ask me on a second date, so we went on a second date, and his card declined. And I was sitting there like, wait a second, dog, like, how you gonna ask me to go on a date, but the card declined? So, I had to pay for it because it was my favorite restaurant, Mm -hmm. and I did not want to be embarrassed, and it was already embarrassing to me, and I just, and first of all, I don't, I just don't understand, like, why? I don't understand why, like, if you cannot afford it. Oh, yes. Don't take me out. Don't take me out. And another thing, don't ask me to go Dutch on a first date. Because <laughs> I think Steve Harvey, he said, um, when you take out a woman, make sure you can afford the most expensive meal. Exactly. Because she might <laughs> order steak. I mean, I'm not a steak eater. I don't mm-hmm. eat meat like that. But, sh- listen, fellas, she might order steak. She might order filet mignon. Okay. And... Surf and turf, whatever you want to call it. And that is like $30, $40. So, anyhow, that was my worst date when someone's card declined. And <laughs> um, some, well, I've had a few bad uh, episodes. Yeah, I don't think that was your worst, personally. But this is not really <laughs> <laughs> That was, no, actually. The card being declined I mean, and the receding hairline. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, we're not going to talk about cosmetics, because my thing is... I cosmetics? 
<laughs> have it all together up top either. Oh my god, he really did. That poor guy. Anyhow, <laughs> but my best, best date. date. Oh my god, like mm-hmm. getting to know um this guy. We went on. We actually met up first, and um, we just kind of kicked it. Like we we actually. This is what happened. Mm-hmm. I was um. I had free food and we had been talking. So I said, you want free food? So then he was like, yeah, let's do it. So we actually met up that way. It was spontaneous. And we were just talking in the car. And um, we were just vibing and stuff like that. And pretty much um, he was like, you want to go see a movie? I was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. And in that moment, like I was saying to myself, like, that was pretty dope that I could sit in a car with a dude and talk about life and not like talk about our families and stuff like that and him not trying to push up on me at all like we just vibing and we listening to music and we talking and we talked for hours in the car and it was nothing sexual it was so pure that's cute yeah it was super dope and then we went on a second we went on an official date Mm -hmm. and opened my car door everything like Aww, very sugary. yeah, very gentleman like, which that that's a turn on to me because I love a brother that's like very like gentleman like, because a lot of guys are not, so it makes him stands out, mm-hmm. and it makes me want to get like hmm, I I'm very interested in you, so that was my best date. Um, and what is your what is your like online experience, Janae? What's your what's been your? Cause I cause I'm dying. I'm I want them to know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So I'm not really. Well, I wasn't really, and I still am not really a big online dater. Lord. Because I believe that you can't develop authentic communication, and you can't feel the person through a screen. I think connection in person is when you truly feel the vibe. So, but like everybody was on online dating, on Tinder, whatever. So I hopped on. And especially when I moved back to Miami after I graduated. And I met this. <laughs> oh my gosh. I met this guy. And he was, um, I think he was from like somewhere up north. I don't know. Like New York or Chicago. I can't remember which one. And he had a banging body through his pics. And um, I was just like, and he said he was a personal trainer. Mm. So I'm thinking like, yeah, I, we can go work out at the beach, at the park, like all kinds of stuff. I was, you know, creating, you know, women, we create all these fantasies in our head. Yeah. So um, <laughs> he also lived in Little Havana and I love Little Havana and I love like everything Latino. And Shout so, out to Little Havana, <laughs> wherever yeah. you are. <laughs> and I love pasta. He's like, I know this dope Italian restaurant. Um, in Little Havana, like I can get best of both worlds. Okay, let's go. So he FaceTimed me before we, you know, well, I FaceTimed him. I don't remember who face- we FaceTimed before we left. Just to make sure that he wasn't, you know, or who he, yeah, just to make sure he, he was who I, you. yeah, who, yeah, uh, yeah. He, he was who he said he was. And, um, his, it was, it was, it was like some type of malfunction with his camera <laughs> oh my god and he was like oh you look nice nice and i'm like okay we're going to a tiny restaurant little havana how am i supposed to dress you know oh my god <laughs> i feel like i should be um an expert at this mm-hmm. um 
Let I, him know. Let him know what happened. Okay, so online for me, online dating was so overwhelming. It was terrible at first. It was it was drawn out. It was a full of dudes that are just crazy. <laughs> I don't have any what hairline. Do you mean <laughs> Either you don't have a hairline. You're oh. asking me to go Dutch on a first date. You're asking for sex. You're like, what? What we do that at? Like, I'm trying to figure out, dog. Like, oh my god. Okay. Right, and then so you. What is online dating exactly? Online dating. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have these popular apps. I do will tell you that right now. So let us know what kind of apps are they. Okay, so for the single ladies and the males, you gotta be on the tender. You gotta be on the Bumble. I definitely, definitely so recommend you're an Bumble. Advocate for it. I'm an advocate for the Bumble, but not Tinder. <laughs> the Bumble. The Bumble, okay. but um. Why the Bumble? What the Bumble do? I feel like the Bumble is a lot like Tinder. It is swipe left, swipe right, mm-hmm. but the women are the one that take the initiative. A lot of times, I hear my guy friends tell me, "Well, I don't feel like move like walking up to her." For the fear of rejection. So Bumble have created an avenue um, or like a streamline where women can actually be the one to say something first. Mm -hmm. And they don't come off forward, too forward. And the males are able to be um, receptive to that. And I feel like also the woman gets to choose whether or not they want to communicate with that person. Exactly. Because sometimes you're just overloaded with options. And And you don't want to deal with that wrong options you like get out of my face you know and so that gives a female a voice and the option to swipe right if they're interested yeah and swipe left not so what is your um best experience on on like or tinder or bumble or whatever and your worst so start with your best or no start with your worst and that's i want to yeah i want to do the the worst first because you know the worst was the worst um let's see so, I had met this guy, this is like a long time ago, and I met him off of, I actually didn't meet him off of Tinder, our Bumble. Bumble wasn't really popular back then. Um, I met him off of, um, I think P-O-F? it was, no, OkCupid. Okay. I met him off of OkCupid. I will never go back on there ever again. Um, I know a friend down in Miami who's getting engaged. Well, um, off of getting OK... married from OkCupid. Mm-hmm. She's lucky. <laughs> yeah, she went through a few. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tinder, POF. What's yeah. the other one? Hidley, something like that. Or, Hidley, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, I met him off of OkCupid, and we had, actually we had a first date, which was, which was fine, but then he wanted to ask me on a second date, so we went on a second date. And his card declined. And I was sitting there like, wait a second, dog. Like, how are you going to ask me to go on a date? But the card declined. So I had to pay for it because it was my favorite restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I did not want to be embarrassed. And it was already embarrassing to me. And I just, and first of all, I, don't, I just don't understand. Like. Why? I don't understand why. Like, if you cannot afford it. Oh, yes. Don't take me out. Don't take me out. And another thing, don't ask me to go Dutch on a first date. (laughs) I think Steve Harvey, he said, um, when you take out a woman, make sure you can afford the most expensive meal. Exactly. Because she (laughs) might order steak. I mean, I'm not a steak eater. I don't Mm -hmm. eat meat like that. But, listen, fellas... She might order steak. She might order filet mignon okay. and 
surf and turf, whatever you want to call it, and that is like $30, $40. So, anyhow, that was my worst date when someone's card declined and um, some, well, I've had a few bad uh, episodes. Yeah, I don't think that was your worst, personally, but this is not <laughs> <laughs> That was, no, actually. The card being declined I and mean, the receding hairline. Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, we're not going to talk about cosmetics, because my thing is... I cosmetics? Be- <laughs> have it all together up top, either. Oh, my God. He really did. That poor guy. Anyhow. <laughs> but my best, best date, date... Oh, my God. Like, mm-hmm. getting to know um, this guy. We went on... We actually met up first, and um, we just kind of kicked it. Like, we we actually... This is what happened. Mm-hmm. I was, um, I had free food and we had been talking. So I said, you want free food? So then he was like, yeah, let's do it. So we actually met up that way. It was spontaneous. And we were just talking in the car and, um, we just vibing and stuff like that. And pretty much, um, he was like, you want to go see a movie? I was like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. And in that moment, like I was saying to myself, like, that was pretty dope that I can sit in a car with a dude and talk about life and not like talk about our families and stuff like that. And him not trying to push up on me at all. Like we just vibing and we listening to music and we talking and we talked for hours in the car and it was nothing sexual. It was so pure. That's cute. It was super dope. And then we went yeah. on a second, we went on an official date mm-hmm. and opened my car door, everything like, Aww, very sugary. yeah, very gentleman like, which that that's a turn on to me because I love a brother that's like very like gentleman like, because a lot of guys are not, so it makes him stand out, mm-hmm. and it makes me want to get like hmm, I I'm very interested in you, so that was my best date, um, and what is your what is your like online experience, Janae? What's your what's been your? Cause I cause I'm dying. I'm I want them to know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So I'm not really. Well, I wasn't really, and I still am not really a big online dater. Lord. Because I believe that you can't develop authentic communication, and you can't feel the person through a screen. I think connection in person is when you truly feel the vibe. So, but, like, everybody was on online dating, on Tinder, whatever. So, I hopped on. And especially when I moved back to Miami after I graduated. And I met this... <laughs> oh, my god! I met this guy. And he was, um... I think he was from, like, somewhere up north. I don't know. Like, New York or Chicago. I can't remember which one. And he had a banging body through his pics. And um, I was just like, and he said he was a personal trainer. Mm. So I'm thinking like, yeah, we can go work out at the beach, at the park, like all kinds of stuff. I was, you know, creating, you know, women, we create all these fantasies in our head. Yeah. So um, <laughs> he also lived in Little Havana and I love Little Havana and I love like everything Latino. And Shout so, out to Little Havana, <laughs> wherever yeah. you are. <laughs> and I love pasta. He's like, I know this dope Italian restaurant. Um, in Little Havana, like I can get best of both worlds. Okay, let's go. So he FaceTimed me before we, you know, well, I FaceTimed him. I don't remember who, face- we FaceTimed before we left 
just to make sure that he wasn't, you know, or who he, just yeah, to make sure he, he was who he was. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He, he was who he said he was. And, um, his, it was, it was, it was like some type of malfunction with his camera. <laughs> oh my God. And he was like, oh, you look nice, nice. And I'm like, okay, we're going to an Italian restaurant, Little Havana, how am I supposed to dress? So I didn't really think that was a red flag, but that was a red flag. So we go down to Little Havana. I saw his car and I heard his car before I saw him. I'm like, okay, this is <laughs> this so is bad. about to be fun. He reached over to the passenger side to open his door. Mm-hmm. He stood like when he got out the car. I was just like, "Are you Maxwell? Whatever his name was." <laughs> oh, his name was Maxwell. <coughs> no, his name wasn't Maxwell. I forgot his name, but oh, it was it. I was just confirmed. He was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." We came to the restaurant. I ordered chicken alfredo. <coughs> Are you okay? <laughs> no. Lord. <coughs> All right. <laughs> we get into the restaurant and I or- and I order chicken alfredo. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm not hungry." And I'm like, "What do you mean you're not hungry?" I, can't. I know we where this is going. We come all the way to the restaurant. <laughs> How are you not hungry? Why like why are we coming to eat if you're not hungry? <laughs> but whatever. I order my chicken alfredo, I twirl a little pasta, and oh I eat happily God. as I get my free meal. And then she, the waitress is like, do you want a drink at least? And he's like, no, I'm not thirsty. I'm just going to get water. And then I'm just like thinking like, okay, so you say you're a personal trainer. Why do you look anorexic? What happened? And he's like, oh, these were, these were my pictures from back in the day. I lost a little weight. I was stressed. It was just a lot. And, I'm, yeah. you know, I just felt bad. He's like, do you still want to go to La Havana? Oh, and on top of that, he's like, yeah, um... <laughs> the check fell on the table and he was just looking at it. <laughs> I was See, just like, that's a problem. Um, are you going to take it or? He's like, I mean, I got to ask my mom. I'm like, what? what? You? He was like 28. I was like 22. Oh, no, no, no. This is a problem. <laughs> and I'm just like, whatever. I mean, I don't really mind paying, but like, <laughs> I, I didn't plan on doing that. But he was like, do you still want to go to Little Havana? And I was just thinking, like, no. But then I felt really bad because he probably was thinking, oh, this girl doesn't like me. But I don't know. I was just compensating for his emotions. So, And I also, like, wanted to see, like, the museum and the culture and the dominoes and stuff like that. So I was like, yeah, whatever. So he's like, okay, follow me. So I, oh I don't I, know how you powered through that. I would have just like, nice to meet you. I was kind of tipsy. Okay. Everything was great, weather, whatever. Okay. It was an experience and it was very fun. But anyway, so we go to food. I follow him and we ended up at Food Lion. He comes back with a bottle of wine and SpaghettiOs. Uh-uh. <laughs> see, that's, see, I knew this was coming to a turn. And I was like, I, he it was, was taking a turn. I'm not sure we're hungry. And he's like, I mean, I'm hungry now. Like, no, brother, change. you you was hungry at that restaurant. You was hungry. You just couldn't afford the meal. At Food Lion, though, like even like I didn't even <laughs> yeah. know there was a Food Lion in Miami. It's a Publix. Like, where'd you find a Food Lion? Out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, um, so he's like, okay, follow I mean, me Janae, some more. And I'm just an like, idiot. Like, okay, let me follow you. And, um... The ravioli was on sale, Janae. It definitely probably was. 50 cents <laughs> from the $1. <laughs> oh, 
And then, um, so I ended up back in Little Havana, but it was like some roosters, like, you know, like the music playing. Oh Mira, comete, comete. Like, we literally are in Little Havana. We were in Cuba. Like, oh, chickens funny. being cut from the head. That like, hilarious. It was really bad. Um, oh, and then he terrible. was like, do you want to go? And I was like, nah, I'm going to catch you later. <laughs> Look, we ended up at his house. Mm-mm. I don't even understand what type of house it was. It was like a, a shack behind Oh, a no. house. Oh no! <laughs> what? That was terrible. And, I, and then I'm just like, I, I gracefully left. <laughs> He's gracefully. like, you gonna call me? And I was like, you yeah, just kind of bowed out. Yeah, bowed out. Um. So what about your 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 good your good dates? Like, what about like I want to know the best of the best date. The best of the best in Miami. Okay, so we don't. We don't we, I mean, it could be Miami or Richmond. Um, well, so in my, went in Miami, I did meet this guy and he ended up being like my angel when I was down there. He pretty much made sure that me and my daughter was good when we moved and he helped me unpack. He helped put up furniture. His assistant did all the work and me and Gloriana just watched and it was awesome. And he even told me, he's like, I think I just, you know, I came into your life as a servant to you. I think God sent me. And he did. Like, he got us groceries. Because it was it was a lot, like, for me being down there, being a single mom. And it was, like, seven. I was on the seventh floor. So, yeah, any trip, I, you know, I would have to go down seven floors plus Gloriana. You know, it was a lot. And he helped me out. And I really, I didn't, pay, I didn't pick up anything from the house I was at to the apartment that I was in. But the only problem with him was he was an entrepreneur. And he worked 90 plus hours a day. Oh my god. Probably not that much, but you know, he was I mean, always yeah, on the phone. Like we probably... never developed like a real intimate connection, but he was always there for me. Um monetary wise. Yeah, and just like physically, you know, not physically, but em- emotionally. <laughs> emotionally and stuff like but that. But he just didn't have the time because he was yeah. focused on chasing that bag. He was supposed to not he was trying to, you know, secure the bag at that time. Right. Which is fine with securing the bag, but he, sh- yeah, he could have just been honest and said that from the beginning, like. No, I mean, I didn't really mind because I just, when I, when I like someone, you know, I like their mind and there was no, you know, mental connection up there. So when I moved back to Richmond, it was just, it was what it was. You know? Yeah. And the tender experience at Richmond was completely different than the tender experience in Miami. Like the options were like different, like. Slim pickings, not slim pickings, as in like people coming, but the options of who were coming, you know? Yeah. Which so is, that kind of scared yeah. me away. And then I like, I got off. This was like 2016. And then I got back on like in December of last year. And I met someone. And I mean, it was good. Like, it was, a, I feel like we had a good run. It just ended really bad. Mm-hmm. And I ended up. Deleting my Tinder account and social media. So, that was that. Well. I just feel like online dating, there's lots of people who are just ready to have sex. Oh, who, yeah, definitely. Send, you know, dick pics and, like. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you like, did not just say the it word. Was so, I'm so sorry, <laughs> but, like, it was traumatizing. Like, it was like, hey, what's up, mom? New Bam. pics. 
Um, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yes, it was very disgusting. Yeah, that's, And so, yeah. after that situation, like, with the other good person happened, and I just kept getting that, I was just like, yeah, no more online dating. I'm over it. <sighs> I hear what you mean. So, now that we talked to y'all about our... <laughs> you know, interesting experiences. With online dating. Online dating. And I think, you know, with online dating, there's so many so many options mm-hmm. with online dating. I mean, there was a point where I just was like, I just wanted to date. Mm-hmm. I just really wanted to date and not take anyone seriously and just, just get to know people. And if it turned into something serious, then okay, great. And what I was bombarded with was options. There was too many options, and it was overwhelming, mm-hmm. so I had to get off, because I was like, oh, well, you know, it was just a lot of options, and it was overwhelming, and the ap- the options were after me. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes with having too many options, you know, you can get so confused, but my, my advice to people who are looking for something serious is that once you connect mentally, emotionally with someone then you need to just drop the other options. And if you guys both agree that you're going to exclusively talk to get to know each other, then do that. But if you are a person that you want to multi-date, make sure the other person knows that you're multi-dating. Don't do it secretly. because I agree with you with that. There are a lot of options. And not even quality options, just options. Because it could look good physically, but like up top, there's no stimulation. No. And... um. <laughs> But you just always wonder, is this person the right one for me? Because I could just go and get, like, somebody, you know, swipe right, and maybe that person's better, or, you know what I mean? And you kind of never really put in the work with the person that you have that who, you know, who can be your soulmate. Yeah, but why would you go after 20%? 20, that person is 20%. And I feel like as you... What person? I'm saying, like, you're thinking about the, like, oh, this person could be better. Mm -hmm. This person could be better. But my thing is, if you can already connect it with someone that makes you feel safe, it makes you feel comfortable about who you are, and you can totally just be yourself with, why would you go out your way to... Yeah, you should stop. But that's just the world we live in. Yeah, everyone is like, options. Yeah. Just in case. You know, that's why there are no contracts or, you know, with cell phones or Netflix, it's you have the option to opt out in case there is something better, cheaper. You know? Yeah, that's why divorce is so high now. We're not talking about divorce, but we're just saying that's why the divorce rate is so high is because we people did not properly, um, they didn't know how to properly date or they didn't know how to properly like decipher red flags and um, or have a healthy some people example. Are just, like fronting for people like social media, clout chasers. Yeah, like, they're really probably not in a healthy relationship. No. But it just looks good. It looks good. Like, oh, my God, I'm so happy. mm -hmm. My thing is, I do not, I definitely don't, I've never, any, any boyfriends I've had in the past, they've never been on my social media. Never. Never. Sometimes I'd be wondering what social media thinks. Like, oh, this girl's always single. But I'm like, no, no, no. She's not always single. (laughs) I've had boyfriends in the past. But I just never posted them because I just didn't feel the need to post them because at the time, no, I'm just discreet. No, I we're getting posted. I mean, oh, okay. not all the time, but like... I mean, I'm going to throw a little subliminal messages. I my man. Like, so I would you post? what he's thinking. You want, you want to post and be like, relationship goals. You want to no, do that? No, not like that. 
No. But you want to show like all the happy moments, like like I don't some... know, like he's my friend. I want him to be my best friend. So he could be your best friend offline. I want to post my best friend. So you want to okay? What if you know? For me, I do subliminal messages. You know, my you might see a feet here. You might see a hand I there. I would do that, like if we were dating. But if we're married, no. no oh yeah. Post it. I, if we're married, I'm I'm posting you. I'll be I'll be posting you, but I ain't gonna be posting you that much because you know I don't want people to have this view that, you know, like we're clout chasing or we're like we're like. We're you so can perfect. tell when you're genuinely posting just because you're just showing your life versus yeah. I'm posting because I'm trying to stunt. Yeah, because there, there's a difference. That is true. There is a difference, which is interesting watching some people. And then when you look, you're like, wait. Yeah, person. I just think that, I'm like, wait a second. What happened to their post with the other, the dude? Oh, It's yeah. deleted. Yeah. And then everybody would, mm-hmm. That's and crazy. And then you get mad when you're asking questions, but you, you were you, sharing. Like, you so shared. we want to know everything. The you got to make an announcement. And, and that's happened? another thing, too. I don't want to make an announcement if it don't work out. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to tell nobody, well, this will have happened. Yeah. So, honestly, even if that's I start I posting. That's I said. Like, I would only post my husband. I'm not yeah. going to post my, like. And we, once you my, once you my husband, we in this for life. You ain't going nowhere. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. Your face is um, creeping me out. <laughs> Stop. I'm serious. We're in this for life. We're not going anywhere. We're gonna work this thing out. I'm gonna chase after you in heaven. So. <laughs> um. So you mentioned divorce rates being high with millennial dating yeah. and millennial life, and I think that's due to lack of communication. Of course, definitely not lack of communication. How to express their emotions, how to handle tough times, how to go through tough times, and it's just like that option. Like, okay, you don't it's know so the easily person. accessible to find someone else. Yeah. In that you know, in the midst of that hard time, that you just don't even put in the work. You just say, hey, it's better to get something. That's already fixed instead of fixing someone that's broken. And you don't know the person. Why are you texting people? Here's my thing. There was a guy that I met. And this is, he's a friend now. Because through texting him, we don't, we don't really talk anymore. But at the time when I was starting to talk to him, I called him a pen pal. And he was like, what's a pen pal? A texting buddy. So he was like, why would you do... <laughs> he was like, Trevina, why would you call me that? I said, because, sir, you are that. He was like, that hurt my feelings. Sir, Why how, are you texting him? Why are you hurting... Why are your feelings hurt when you just text, text, text? You don't ever pick up the phone to call. Why did you respond? You know what? Now, now that I think about it, I just was like, man... After I thought about, like, oh, I'm not interested anymore. I was like, he's a homie. After after knowing that I wasn't interested, I was like, he's the homie. So I kept texting him, How and he was good to. If you're just texting, he's the homie. Like he's a home. Like he's a homie pen pal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to each his own. <laughs> but I don't text. I don't text. I don't text him anymore because I don't got time to be wasting um my text message face with people like that. Yeah, that's a, you know whether you meet them online or in the bar. I feel like people these days they just want to text. Text, 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 text. I can't hear you. I can't feel you. Like, text what? Like, hey, after a while, you only can talk about so much. I'm not a texter. I don't like texting. I don't like this new thing of texting. I don't like it either. I'd rather just see you in person. And I'd rather you call me. Yeah, call me. And I love when a man calls me because it's like, call me and just 
want to you want to fall asleep on a phone. Like that is ultimate romance. Like romantic. Oh, that's like taking it back to high school. I know. It's like I love that. We don't have to do that every night. <laughs> we got work. But we could do that once in a while. You know what I mean? That's kind of like I think it's like... just because you feel like you're safe. Like you feel like there's someone who cares about you. Yeah. And it gives you that sentiment that someone is protecting you even though they're on the phone. Exactly. But you just can hear them. But who wants to deal with a texter? No. No. No And that's why I just, if someone texts me all the time and don't pick up the phone, then I'm sorry, but I'm ghosting you. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but I'm not interested. That's just it. Like, I lose interest very fast if you're, all you do is text, text, text. If you never pick up the phone and call me, what, what would we, what are we doing here, sir? And I'm not taking you seriously. So, Janae, <laughs> we've been had some interesting text, 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 text. Mm-hmm. And that text, text, text becomes silent, silent, silent. Because yeah. ain't nobody okay, responding. So, all right, let's talk about something positive, though. That, yeah. That person who you are dating currently, obviously something went right. Getting to know. And millennials dating. Mm-hmm. What went right? I think I, it's just because I didn't overthink it this time. Yes, we overthink everything. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. It's not very authentic, and I think I ain't gonna that's talk about why him people too like texting because you can kind of think about what you're gonna say, what you're not gonna say. Yeah, edit it out. Um, that's another problem with on millennial dating. We overthink everything, but then there's a flaw. Like you're not gonna be authentic if you're overthinking everything. Just yeah, go with just slow. I just for me, I'm at this place in in my life right now. Mm-hmm. I'm very self sufficient. And I I had dealt with a lot of demons, yeah. Um, through counseling, and I took a demons. whole year. That sounds a little <laughs> I mean, everyone has demons from their past, where mm-hmm. stems from, you know, either emotional trauma, emotional tra- trauma Not as a everyone, child. But a lot of people. Do. A lot of people yeah. do, and most people either your parents got divorced. For me, my parents got divorced, and that took a toll on how I viewed men. So. I took a year off to just go to counseling and kind of dealt with my emotions and, you know, kind of get back into a healthy place. And I knew that I knew once I became self-sufficient where I didn't, you know, you, when you're dating, you want to, um, and getting to know someone, um, you want to do that with the mindset of not with, with a purpose. You don't want to do it out of, um, desperation. And I've done that. I've done in the past, way, way in the past, I've dated because i it was a fear of being alone. But I love, I enjoy being by myself. I enjoy spending time with myself. And the difference between then and now is that I want the person. I don't need the person. You know what I mean? I want someone to share my, like, to share my life with. I don't need to share my life with them. And some people might disagree with that. But I think that everyone should be at a place where they're self-sufficient and they're able to not be needy. They are able to to stand on their own two feet. And when you do meet that right person, mm-hmm. you're able to, um, you're able to date and get to know each other with a different lens because you're not, you're not like, you bring still your have baggage. your, exactly. You're not, you don't, you're not bringing your baggage. You're checking yourself because your standards are still there. Right. Because you're, there's no desperation there. Because you're like, okay, well, my standards are still there. And if you don't meet my standards, then it's not going to work out. You're not going to compromise on your standards. Um, 
And sometimes when you're desperate, you, you'll do anything for a man. Mm-hmm. You'll do anything to get into a relationship. Mm-hmm. And you'll I feel like... You'll compromise your own value and your morals. Yeah. Just to be with a man. Exactly. So for me, I just think people should just not overthink it. Just get to know the person. Take so it one day at a time. So you didn't overthink. And no. then you guys... He wasn't a texter. He picked up no, the phone. No, he picked up the phone. And you went on a proper date. We went on many proper dates. <laughs> that's simple. Yeah, Is many proper simple? dates. Um, uh-huh. and But yeah, I mean, I'm not going to talk about him too much on here, but... <laughs> um, but... That person is definitely a gentleman, and I think that there are still good guys out there. There's still great stand-up men out there. Where? (laughs) (laughs) Keep hope alive, honey. But yeah, there's still great men out there, for sure. So, just don't overthink it, y'all. Just kind of just take it one day at a time, and just be self-sufficient. Learn how to be by yourself, and enjoy your own company. Yeah. So... As we're talking about being, you know, we're talking about ghosting and stuff like that. Showing emotions, being vulnerable. Like, so for you, what do you, what's, what's your viewpoint on that? On what? And showing emotions? Um. being vulnerable? Yeah, all of that. Um, I feel like we're at this age where everyone is afraid to be vulnerable, to let their guards down. And they feel like people would view them as being thirsty. Yeah. Like, instead of viewing them as, no, I'm open to get to know you. I want to get to know everything about you. And the only way to get to know someone is by being vulnerable. And letting your guards down. Um, But that's how I feel. And I think the best relationship occurs when you're comfortable with that person. Where you can be completely yourself. And then everything will just evolve from there. I agree with you on that. Being vulnerable is important. Mm-hmm. Um, so, have you been ghosted before, Janae? Um, Let's talk about that. Ghosting. Let's talk about ghosting. All right. Well, first of all, what is ghosting? Yeah, let's talk about what's ghosting because, you know, <laughs> that's a lot of that going on ghosting right now. Ghosting is a broad category. Um, Basically, I think it's like it's a phenomenon of disappearing on someone after you hung out with them for a bit. It's like you're dropping off the face of the earth. Because you don't want to deal with the mess. You just rather put it behind you and act like they never existed. Um, you figured, hey, this wasn't official. Yeah, you like, don't really have any ties to each other. Exactly. So yeah. you kind of just disappear. And I think that we all have done that. Because I know I have plenty of times. But I have only... <laughs> oh my God. I know. Me too. <laughs> I've done that before. I feel bad now. But I mean, I've done that. When you don't have, like, a true connection or, you know, a genuine relationship with someone. Yeah. You got to figure, like, whatever. Like, this person's not going to care. Like, he doesn't. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's only when I've been on, like, you know, a first date and I went wrong. Or we were yeah. text pals and I'm oh like, for that. No. Then mm-hmm. I would definitely straight up ignore you. Exactly. Which and I'm definitely going to do. I don't know why, but men, like, don't get the picture. Because no. <laughs> they'll keep going. Like, hey. They'll be What's like, up? no, that means try harder. Something, no, did, sir. Did I say something wrong? Did I say something? Like, shut up. And now I just block them. But. Yeah, I would block people too. Um, I think also, like, have I been ghosted? Not in that manner. But I feel like I, I still have think recently... it's ghosting, though. I still think it's ghosting. What? I still think what you're about to share with the audience is ghosting. Well, you didn't let me share yet. All right, well, go ahead. I was going to say, well, recently, okay. I 
have been ghosted. Okay. There um, you go. Yeah, like, we were talking. I guess you would say it was a good tender Run. match. <laughs> that was a good tender match. I'm not going to lie. I would agree. But at this point, I don't even know. Um, But we, we did. We had good times and laughs and dates and, you know, life happened and he disappeared. I mean, it was my fault, too. I had a part in it. I kind of, like, went crazy. But he just kind of disappeared and I... Tried to reach out to him and ask him what happened, and I didn't get a response. House, <laughs> have um, you been ghosted? Yeah, well, I was talking to this guy. It was mm-hmm. going really good, um, and I think because I addressed him about his communication, he just he was like, "Yeah, you know, we're gonna get better at this," and he just ghosted me. He ain't say nothing. I reached out to him. He ain't say nothing, and so I was like, "Okay, whatever." And that's just my thing. Um, I said whatever. And how did it make you feel? Because that's the that's the main thing. Uh, you should not be ghosted just because of the. After it didn't. It didn't. It didn't put a dig on my. How did it make you feel? It didn't really put a dig on my emotions, to be honest with you, because I have been ghosted before, so I I already know, like I know who I am. I know my worth. And my thing is that that's that person's problem. And I always think about karma. Karma is. She's a well-known sister, and she will come after you. So my thing is now, like, for me, I was like, well, I'm glad you ghosted me because you didn't deserve any of my 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 time. Right. If you couldn't even have, uh, uh, you couldn't communicate with me and tell me that you didn't want to talk to me. So, bye-bye. Well, here's the thing about ghosting. If we're no longer interested in someone, yeah. we don't need to tell them. We simply stop responding. If someone did this to us in real life, it would be completely psychotic. But because it's over a text message, or not really over a text message, just disappearance, we somehow resigned ourselves to thinking it's okay. Newsflash. Is it okay? No. Mm-mm. It's oh. not okay. It's rude. But, I mean, that's the society we live in. We like to delete things. Like, we delete all of our uh, content on Instagram. And social media and pretend like this that moment never happened or pretend like the situation never happened and that's how they do that yeah like back in the day people used to leave letters saying hey i'm not into you bye but now you're lucky to get a text message yeah but literally i am i didn't have the block button um, either happy to say that only happened to me once yeah, I mean, and even even if it happened and to you more than once, feel good. yeah, it's not gonna feel good the first time. But if it happened to you again, you'll you'll be able to be like, okay, well, bye. Yeah, you'll be able to do that. The first time it happened to me, it was terrible. I felt the the worst. But then when it happened to me again, I just was like, this is not this is not a me situation. This yeah. is not nothing to do with me. Has a lot to do with that person's communication style mm-hmm. and their their own issues that they have within themselves. And if they are having those issues, I don't need to be connected to them. Well, that's true. I think it's just because we as millennials don't really know how to properly communicate, like no. interpersonally. I think professionally we're okay, but having authentic relationships, like you're developing relationships through text messages with your friends, like on you know Instagram, sharing memes, but like having real face-to-face uncomfortable conversations we lack and I think that's probably a lot to do with it it's just very uncomfortable and sometimes you just have to 
be uncomfortable. Yeah. Just out of respect. But yeah. Wow. Well, we're uh, we're we're headed to the fix your crown fix segment. your crown segment. I love this segment because I mm-hmm. love that we get to help people and give them a little bit of advice before we go. Right. Um. So the advice for the day is what? Um. Enjoy dating. Mm-hmm. Enjoy dating. Don't overthink it. Just enjoy the process because if that person is for you and you guys end up being married and you didn't enjoy it and you sped through the whole process thinking, I'm like, oh, I'm trying to get the ring. You didn't enjoy it. And you can't go back on that because then there's kids, da, da, da. And another side of dating too. A single. As a single, mm-hmm. you got to... You got to figure out, enjoy singleness, enjoy getting to know different personalities so you can find the right fit that's for you. That's, and what's your that's advice? True. Um, my advice is to be honest about what you want in the relationship initially and don't let the next person pay for baggage from the past relationship. So if you have anything that you need to work on prior to entering another relationship, then you should do that. Work on yourself because, as Wale said, you don't want to bring in the trauma from your past to your new relationship. Um, so that's my advice. And I also agree. Enjoy being single and yeah. enjoy dating. Take it slow yeah. or not slow. But either either way, get to know the person completely and carefree. Like, enjoy your partner. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, thank you so much. We are coming to an end. Well, we're actually at the end of this segment. Um, Please stay tuned to part two of um, Millennial Dating, where we'll have the male's perspective. And um, once again, thank you so much, guys, for listening to our podcast. Um, Definitely share, like, go on our Instagram page. Um, It's She Talks RVA on our Instagram page. Definitely um, follow us. Um, and definitely be on a lookout for more episodes. Definitely be available on Spotify. And, um, before we go, we do have a quote to end it. Rise. Don't get angry or enraged or insulted. Rise above the BS. Flick your light back on and shine it brighter than ever. And fall so deeply in love with your own self that anyone who tried to wrong you becomes a laughable, ridiculous, distant memory. All right, guys. Well, there you have it. Thank you for thank you for joining us on She Talks. I'm TK, and I'm Janae. And have... tune in next week for Millennial Dating Part Two. Bye, guys. From a guy's perspective. Bye, bye. Bye.